Welcome to Hot Breath Comedy Fam. On Monday, May 13th, I am teaching a clean comedy workshop. The last four I have taught sold out very quickly, so if you wanna learn about clean comedy, the business side, where the line is, how to write clean comedy, go to the link in the description of this episode, and we'll see you there. What's goody, Hot breath verse? Welcome back to Hot Breath, the show where you learn comedy from the pros, I'm your host, comedian Joel Byers, and our mission here at Hot Breath is to cultivate the next generation of great comics. And a big way we do that is in our comedy writing Facebook group with our daily joke contest called The Right 10 Club. But in our Hot Breath Pro Comedian Incubator, we do a monthly joke writing contest where the winner gets 100 bucks and an interview on Hot Breath Podcast. We live stream the finale into the comedy writing Facebook group and you get to decide who wins. And this month's winner is a Hot Breath OG who started with us early in the pandemic where she didn't even know how to write a joke. She was trying to figure out to how to generate ideas and then structure them into jokes. And through her time doing the Right 10 Club, doing this contest, being a member of Hot Breath Pro, getting access to all of the educational resources and that supportive community of other aspiring and professional comedians. She has now won the September $100 joke contest. So if you're looking to level up your game, Hot Breath Pro is the quickest and easiest way to do that. I will link that in the description of this video and you can participate in next month's contest and possibly win a hundred bucks. But more importantly, you're getting brand new material every single month that you can take to the stage. So I'm excited to see you in there. I'm excited to share this episode with you as there's only one thing left to do, and that is inhale a hot breath with Joan Fuchsman. Okay, I'm so excited you won because now I'll have to pay you 70 of the $100 prize. <laughs> I'm glad I could help out. <laughs> That was my wife's joke. Yeah, I, That's a so good I, one. I just wanted to say it again. I thought it was hilarious, but I am the patriarchy. Oh, okay. Evelyn said it was a fabulous joke. Oh, thank you. Good. No, okay. I, I truly have never won anything in my entire life. So. Well, you no longer have to say that because you did just now, Joan. Wow. Well, how are you feeling? Shocked. And thankful. Uh, and it just shows if you persevere. Oh, the theme was persevere. We out you. No, I was just telling my brother the, yesterday on the phone that if I had known that I would enjoy this this much, I I might have thought differently about what I made about my whole career starting out. You know. Really? It just yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Like what you've uh, you just are enjoying like comedy writing so much? Yes, yes. Wow. Yeah. Well, it's never too late. It's it's like the doing your group is like the highlight of my day. I actually arrange my job interviews and my doctor's appointments around the right time. Oh my gosh, that is so cool. Well, thank you for saying that, Joan. I mean, that was you've been a part of it, you know, since like the beginning. You know, yeah. since the early days of the pandemic. 
Yes, I'm, I'm so grateful to Sandy for, for talking about it in a different group. That was the best thing ever. Sa yeah, Sandy brought in a few people. Another right 10 contest champ here, you know. Yes. That's so nice. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Wow, you just never know. I, I mean, I just, it's been cool to see you. When you first joined Right 10 Club, you were submitting essays. <laughs> <laughs> And, True. Yes. and then each time, you know, each joke gets tighter and tighter and each set you've posted gets tighter and tighter. And then now you've won. It's paid off. And I, and I also owe it all to those terrible jobs that I had. <laughs> <laughs> it was cool to, it was cool to see people. Yeah. You pull that from the word persevere. Like, we learned, I think a big part of this set is that we learned a lot about you as well. You know, you like, you covered a lot of different personal experiences you've had. And I think that was, that played into you winning. Yeah. I mean, the, the one boss that actually tossed stuff at me, I could do a whole 60 minutes on it. <laughs> that misdirect is so good. How did you, how did you cope with that misdirect of like, he had already seen way more. Oh, well, um, she actually did tell me, but she was joking, um, but she actually did say, you know, maybe you should show some more, some cleavage um, when, when you, when you try and get this approved. And, um, and, and I think somebody in, in the riff room might've said, why don't you should go a little farther with that? And so um, that's when I took it there. Um, and he was also a nice guy. I have to say, I have to put that out there. Those oh, the two bomb? people were, were good. <laughs> yes. Do tell people about your riff room as well, because there's people in the comments representing the riff room right now. What are you doing yeah. over there, Joe? Well, um, you actually um, do material and get feedback from from the group. And I, I've been going to the riff room since day one, but I never really. Um, showed any gave did any material i was more like just listening or trying to give some feedback and i think bob kirk is the one who kept pushing me to um to do some material or or chris or trent would say joan what have you got what have you got and i would say oh i don't have any <laughs> and finally the, they just kept pushing and i said okay uh, uh, this is what i'm doing this is I just was afraid to have any of my sets reviewed in advance. And so, you also do your own writing. Yes. And, oh, wait, um, and, and so, and I, that was another one where I would, didn't really want to do anything. And I was just there to provide for others. And, um, and once again, Bob and Dino, and Dino's also in the, in the riff room, um, kept saying, Joan, what have you got? What have you got? And, um, and so, yeah, the, the, those guys and, and Jack were also very helpful about just making me do my material. Because even when you started, you wouldn't even like want to get on Zoom. You were like afraid to even be on Zoom. And now you're like doing Zoom shows, you know, like, wow, you come a long way. Yeah, Aaron keeps pushing me on that. And that's been very helpful. to, And so I do his his shows. <laughs> Yeah. Dino but said I, making Joan laugh in a riff room is a great moment. <laughs> Damn. 
Oh, I forgot what movie I was watching yesterday, and somebody did the dab. I thought that was hysterical. <laughs> What? I'll have to go back into my. Oh, it, it might have been um, the the other two, um, which is on um, HBO Max. It's about uh, a family where the the the, the youngest brother is kind of like a Justin Bieber kind of kid, and the the brother and sister are trying to make it in the business too, and it's just funny. Wow! And they dad? One of my, it was some show I watched yesterday. I'm, I have to research. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to get in on that. I'll have to, that'll be some validation for my wife. She hates the dab. <laughs> what is your um? Oh, and Evelyn said, yeah, this, that's a great show. Nice. So what is? Let, let's get, let's get into it a little bit here, Joan, because you submit a set every single month, and uh, you're doing the riff rooms, your own writing room you know, the right 10 club, what are, so what is, what is like your process now? If like for the contest, you know, the words persevere. So then, okay, what's step one? Now what the words persevere now, what do you do? And I, well, I think to myself, okay, how did, how has that impacted me or what does that make me think of? And this one did hit home because I have been laid off so many times. Um, and, um, and I mean, the reason I'm in DC is because I had, a there were so many layoffs and I finally just decided to just take a chance and move here with, wow. without a job. So, and I always think to myself, well, you've, you, you've persevered. I'm, I'm like a survivor. And, um, and so that's the first thing. And then I, for this particular, um, theme, I kept think, I tried to think, okay, so what happened to me during the course of my career, careers that, um, that, I, can make, <laughs> that I can make fun of? And, um, and there have been many, but I knew I had to get that one boss in um, who threw stuff. Um, and, and, and then it just, I just started thinking about some other jobs and all of these are actually based the whole set is really based on truth exaggerated to some extent but um, but based on truth and then when I, I then I so then I just write it and then I, um, I you know I try and make it see if it's funny you know where I can improve and when I think I've got it down to about um, uh, 90 seconds um, I call my sister out in Ohio and um, I read it to her and think and, and ask her what do you think and um, I mean it's not a, she's not a comedian she's a lawyer but I but she has a good sense of humor and, and when you live where she lives in Ohio you have to have a good sense of humor nah. <laughs> and, um, and um, and she thought it was funny, and so then uh, so then I feel okay. Now I have to see how can I. Then I now lately I've been showing it to the various groups and and trying to get some feedback about how I can punch it up or or tighten it, things of that nature. So when you say you have the idea of persevere and different examples, and then you just write it to see what's funny. What is that part? How, what do you mean by you just write it to see what's funny? What are you doing? Well, I actually, I'm like, um, 
I guess I just sit down and, and like I, I'm almost I I mean I'm not one, but I I think that I try and think like maybe like a, a funny columnist. Nice. And just and yes, and you just, are one, by the way, Joan. Thank you. I'm not gonna and, let that slide. I'm not letting that slide. You are a funny columnist. But, well, that would, that's the, that would be maybe one of my goal, but, um, so I, then I try and think, okay, I try and write like, like that and bring, try and bring some, you know, maybe some exaggeration to it, or it really depends on the, on the theme. Um, because this one, because I've had these experiences, I didn't want to make it sad either. <laughs> I wanted to make it like, try and find the funny in it and um and so i thought you know i've the story about the pencils um is based on truth i did not have that i did not give them that use for a pencil but um <laughs> i thought this is the dumbest job interview i've ever had um with with this, the most stupid questions ever <laughs> And um, and so between the, some of the interviews and um, and the um, and the actual bosses, and I think that's where I kind of got. That's how I started writing. And I think I've told people this before that my dad was visiting, and we went to see the movie Horrible Bosses. And when I came out of there, I said to him, I said, "This felt like a documentary." Um, it, it was funny, but, but I could punch it up. <laughs> so it started with just like as it happened, and then you just kind of worked it out from there. Yeah, and I, I tried to go in, in chronological order as well as, as to how these things happened to me. And, and, um, and that, that definitely um, helped, too. But it's, it's more like just writing, you know, writing like if I was the way I would write for anything where I just start out with an idea and just try and build from there and then try and punch it up. What, what is that? Yeah. How are you? What is your favorite way to punch up? Are there certain techniques or is it just riff room? Like what is your favorite way to punch something up? Well, the riff room definitely um, helped. Definitely, because they gave me some good ideas um, mm -hmm. about that. Because I about you know maybe elaborating on what do you find in the dictionary, and so I came up with with those ideas for that, and um, and maybe moving some of the the beginning around so I'd get a little bit more humor in in the beginning, mm -hmm. and so that's how I how I did um, that. And so that definitely helped. And then I just read it to myself and then I think, okay, if it's what, what word might be better here or is funnier there. And, um, and that definitely uh, helped. And I, I think I, I definitely had, you know, um, I had a different version of about stabbing my boss and Evelyn made a suggestion in the writer's room about maybe doing something a little different with that. And so I took that idea and, um, and, and move and changed that and made it a little bit more dramatic. Oh, with the stabbing. 
Yeah. 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 <laughs> raising the stakes, heightening the stakes is where the humor came in with that one, which yeah. started out more yeah. mundane that you then were like, what's the absurd version of this premise, I guess. Right. right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. That, that is, that, that's, I like the layering effect of it's kind of like, all right, here's how it is. Like, here was my experience working here or whatever. And then what are some funny ways I can layer on comedy through like, it's a real circumstance. You exaggerate for comedic effect or it's a, it's just a phrase that then you adjust certain words within the phrase for it to now become funny. You kind of like right. the foundation is the truth. And then you're layering on different layers of funny. Yes. Yes, def definitely. And that's how I, that's how I do it with, I think with all of those, all of my um, submissions. Yeah. And, and I think everything I've entered has, um, has always been based to some extent on the, on things that have really happened to me. I mean, even like a, a couple, I can't remember what the theme was, but my thing about the cicada, I mean, I was actually standing out waiting for the bus and maybe other people wouldn't have noticed this about the cicadas, just the one cicada who seemed to be following me around. Um, but, but then that led to something, to something else that I could write about, you know. Yeah, exciting. They, that was the, the word I think. Excited. Yeah. Your yeah, your imagination really ran with that cicada bit. I remember like that was that was like my wife and I watching this. Like, oh yeah, like you are like a humorist. You were able to take something seemingly as mundane as that and add this like absurdity, but that's grounded. Like we could follow the storyline and your thought process through that absurdity. So you're able to like walk that line, like, like Conan is able to do with like the absurdity, but it's also relative. You know what I mean? So and, you're able to walk like, that line. That's not easy. And well, I, I, I laugh at a lot of different comics. I mean, I, but I think the ones that I gravitate more to are like the observational ones that make fun of life, you know, but as through their eyes. You know, yes. Um, yes. Cause, Cause somebody once asked me, where do you get your material? And I said, well, Nothing, I'm the kind of person where nothing rolls off my back. Everything sticks to me. And so uh, so I'm able to, you know, to see the, the absurdity or the humor in a lot of different things. And that's, uh, Evelyn said a lot of the funny comes from Joan's modesty and sweet nature. Oh, thank you. Oh, <laughs> that's so nice. And Davida said Cicada Paranoia, a Joan Fuchsman Netflix special. <laughs> that is so cool wow is is there anything else about like that your writing process or anything you can share because you are someone joan that's like like when when the right 10 club started and like all this like the online even the podcast though even before the online community all that cool stuff i mean the whole goal was to be helping comedians or aspiring comics just develop the craft, you know, and you're someone who came into the community, like you had a writing background, but joke writing, word economy, all these different things, completely foreign. And it's something that you've worked at over time. And I'm seeing you in the right 10 club, you know, going from 
an essay to then it's a paragraph to then it's like a few sentences to now it's like a one-liner. So you've really honed the craft of joke writing and it's been cool to see from the beginning to where you're at now. So like, is there any, are there any insights or anything you could kind of share in terms of how you've been able to really develop this uh, comedy writing craft? Well, one thing that has surprised me about some about some comics um, is that they don't take criticism. Some don't take criticisms very well as beginners about um, how to make things funnier. And because I've been in communications my whole career, I am used to being edited. And, and I always joke that I, my first boss, you know, used to come into my office with a red pen and just go. <laughs> and so, so, so I'm definitely used to that. And um, what I do is um, I just try and think, is there a shorter, like, is there a shorter word for this? Um, is it, is, does, can I think of a funnier word for, for that? And I know that even you mentioned what, you know, that some, I didn't realize how, how often I have words that I can't think of the right word for it now, but where they're kind of like rhyming or something where it's clever, but it's not funny. And, um, and so I've tried to like stay away from that if I can, but still keep the humor. But it's um, really going back and seeing how can this be, how can I make this shorter mm -hmm. and funny at the same time? And um, and just going back over and, and editing, editing, editing. Um, how, how are you able to do that? Like you have this, let's say, paragraph that to you is hilarious. You know, how are you able to then whittle it down into like a one-liner? Well, sometimes... Um, Sometimes I can't, but um, uh, but other times I just think, okay, how can I keep the humor in this? Do I really need this? Does this phrase actually work here? Or maybe I can move it someplace else um, or, and still and still keep it. Or try and think of just um, you know words, Joan. So what else can you do that kind of means the same thing, but really? is much shorter, or do you really need this sentence? Is this really adding anything to it? And that, I guess that's why I was a journalism major, that kind of kind of comes just naturally to me once I know I have to cut something down or make it funnier. And um, and that's also, um, I've never had the benefit before my of like having a riff room to, to kind of help with that too. And, and that definitely, definitely helps. It sounds like you first need to understand what you're trying to say. Yes. What is the That's premise? Yeah. What is the premise? Yeah. And then, okay, how can I say this shorter? Or how can I say this funnier? Does this sentence help me convey the premise? Or does it distract from me conveying the premise? And really understanding what you're trying to say can kind of become the foundation for then what you decide what to keep or not. And I like how you framed it of, I'm not killing this necessarily. Maybe I can use this somewhere else. So that kind of yeah. lowers the romanticism of us like, but this is my joke and this is my thought and I'm a genius and it all needs to be here. So maybe instead of being like, oh, I got to kill and edit it out. It's almost like, oh, maybe I can use this somewhere else. So it really kind of lowers the stakes of getting rid of something 
And uh, I've never heard it like frame like that though of like, oh, let me just put this to the side and use it somewhere else. It's it's always been like you just gotta kill your babies, as they say. But yes, I like your really, I like your more eloquent approach to it. It makes it more accessible. And I I mean he would never he would never know that I appreciated this, but I think having my really my very, very first boss um come in with that red pencil, um just that 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 helped that was that got me started knowing that you know not everything you write is golden and um and things can be you know you can you can change things um you can't be you can't be too wedded to what to what you have um you have to stick up for yourself or your writing when you when you think you know you know you better than anybody and sometimes you might get it, somebody might offer you an idea that doesn't fit into your personality. But even that suggestion maybe can trigger something else that you can tone down what that person said and make it more, more you. Mm. Make it more you, huh? Yeah. Could you expand on that? Well, I got some, I got some interesting ideas about the cleavage idea and, um, about being a little bit more sexual in nature and um that's just not me but i did i did listen to what what was said and i thought okay how can i make this how can i make this work because i understand what they're saying but i can't go there with that and um because that's just not my personality i mean i i would laugh at somebody's joke like that but I, that's just not me and so it's um it's things it's things like that i mean last uh, for the one of the the one i did about um last the last go round and i talked about getting a brazilian wax for the for the grass <laughs> somebody did give me an idea about that and they went a little farther than i would want to go with that so i thought okay i love that idea but not where that person is suggesting it, so um, so I so I did something different with it. Oh, I love that! I love that. Of like, you're like, all right, yeah, I'll make a sexual joke, but in a more subtle way than just like I slept with my boss. It's and it's even funnier. Yeah. Like, I think that's and that that's why I started hosting like a clean open mic here in Atlanta every Wednesday to help comics who want to write clean, help them write clean, or just give clean comics, you know, um, a place to work it out. Because there is like, there's something to like the initial idea being maybe like a little dirtier. If you take it a little deeper, you'll actually find an even funnier punchline that just so happens to also be clean. So you playing in the subtlety of he's seen way more than that. It's just, it, it's just funnier then oh I but she doesn't know I slept with him already or whatever you know there's just more creativity behind that phrasing that I think comics would find a lot more laughs if they were willing to take it the next layer than just oh the misdirect is I slept with my boss there's the punchline no how can I say this in a funnier more creative way taking it to that next step is really where you, you won yeah. because you take it to the next step you know it's it's important yeah i mean and but that's you know every everybody is different and and that's for sure for that's sure. just that's just me um but you're self-aware of that and that helps comics the more self-aware they are the more that'll apply yeah 
Yeah, yes. And I mean, if I was to write one of those other kinds of jokes and read that to my sister over the phone, I don't know what would happen. (laughs) (laughs) She'd be like, oh, this is not a documentary. This is not safe for work. (laughs) (laughs) This is so cool. You won, Joan. You did it. Give yourself credit. You deserve this. This was not by accident. You are a funny columnist as well. So I just want you to know. Oh, thank you. And I, I mean, in my the two people, I, I, I couldn't think of two better people to compete with. They're both so funny and they've become friends. And, um, and I love them both. So kudos to them. Yeah, it's it, each contest gets tighter and tighter. My wife and I love watching the the sets, and um, we use we usually will will usually either open or close with yours, Joan. I'll just let you. My, it's <laughs> like my wife always lightens up. She's like, "Oh, Joan submitted one." So um, <laughs> thank you. And in this case, I was very glad to represent the United States. Yes. <laughs> yes. Hilarious. Yeah, that's right. America wins again. That's right. I mean, we had Jack last week, last month from England, so I thought it's time. It's, U.S. has to represent somehow. Bring it back home. Bring it back home. <laughs> oh, Bob said, oh, thanks, Joan. Oh, that's so nice. Thank Mike you. Mars said, great job, Joan. And he said, what, no reference to hair? Yeah. <laughs> I know this was one of those where I I know I thought that was kind of odd too. (laughs) But I mean, that's, you know, I, and the feedback I've given you on sets before it is like, all right, you've got the hair thing down. Like what else? You know, it's kind of like we can get in our comfort zones of like writing about certain topics and it feels safe because we've done it before, you know, but um, part of the, part of the goal of this monthly contest is to just challenge people to, you know, learn more about themselves, learn more about comedy writing and develop in a very fast way. So, you know, you didn't do hair and then you won. So <laughs> maybe you I kinda, should, you maybe forced I should, yourself. Maybe I should cut this mop. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> my, my wife said, frizz, um, it helps to blow dry your hair down because then it like closes the follicles. Is that something you've heard before? No, I might try that. I don't know if I don't know if someone else because she she said being here in it like muggy Atlanta, she's had to deal with frizz. She said that helps, but I don't know if that's fake news or not. But for well, anyone- I'm doing I'm doing Aaron's show, um, and I have expanded. Uh, I think it's next. I think it's this coming Saturday, and I have expanded on my on my um, my frizz bit because um, I'm blaming it on my sister basically. Um, <laughs> That she never told me what it was like down here because um, she went to the University of Maryland and she, she could have warned me. Hilarious. Oh, I love that. Oh, and Evelyn said applying heat to hair follicles smooths the hair. Good to know. <laughs> See, this, this, I mean, right 10 is just so educational. We're going to change it to hair 10 club. It'll be like the hair club for men, but it'll be the hair 10 club. Is it the hair 10? Isn't there a hair club yes there was yeah yes. anytime i say the word man now i feel like a patriarchal like evil white devil where i'm like oh did i say man is that a trigger word now <laughs> <laughs> but um 
Oh yeah. Good. Don't cut them. Don't cut the hairs. Davida said. So okay. just know. But um, Joan, this is so cool. It's it, it was so cool um to see you in the finals here and the hard work paying off. You have won. That's so I know. Exciting. I still can't. I can't believe it. But thank you all so much. This really means a lot to me. Is there is there anything else you uh, want the world to know, or do you want to? Yeah, anything else you want to say before we get out of here? Um, no, but you should know, Joel, it's not funny, but I did finally post something um, on Jones Nuggets last last week. Let's so go! I, I did a review Let's of Pat Oswalt, so... Let's go! So I've started, <sighs> yes. <sighs> and tell people, what is Jones Nuggets? Tell people what that is. It's my blog. It's been dormant for um, many years, but it, it used to be like movie reviews, theater reviews, restaurant reviews, and um, jokes. I would put jokes in there too um, that were long in nature, but they were kind of meant to be. <laughs> just, just so you know, up, up front. <laughs> so last week I saw Pat Oswalt and I thought, okay, I'm going to start again. So I did a review of him of his show, which was hilarious. Where, um, where can people check it out? It's um, Jones, J-O-A-N-S, jonesnuggets.wordpress.com. Boom. Awesome. I just pasted that in the comments. I'll be sure to put it in the show notes as well, because you're on hot, you're on hot breath, Joan. <laughs> this is a big deal. Yes, so yes. So. Check it out. That's awesome. Well, congrats. I know that was a big hurdle um, that I've been been poking you at there. So um, congrats on taking the initiative there. I'll, I just shared it in the group, and I'll be sure to share it with the podcast as well. And Thank you. And I'm going to try to do it more regularly so I get back into the habit. That's so again. cool. Well, anything we can do to help with that, you know, I'm, I'm all for it. Um, Thank you. Congrats. Thank you so much. Now, I would encourage anyone who's listening who really hasn't entered the contest, do it because, you know, you just never know and you'll get better each time yep. and and use the rooms. Um, a, a lot of people have different. I mean, there are different rooms to try out your material, like the riff room, um, my room, um, which is on Mondays. And there are others out there, too, that I'm just not as familiar with. But Aww. it's Aww. worth it. And do the daily writing. It's great. Boom. This is uh, your prime example of the hard work paying off, Joan. So thank you for your commitment. And I'm excited to see what's next. This is so cool. Thank you. Thank you so much. Congratulations, Joan. There it is, hot brethren and sistren. It's time. Make this month the month you take your comedy to the next level. Go into the description of this episode. Click Join Hot Breath Pro to connect with me, Joan, and other members and all these fun riff rooms and feedback mics she was talking about in this episode. And let's get better together, my friends. And go check out Joan's blog as well. And we will see you right back here next Monday on Hot Breath. <sighs> <sighs> This episode of Hot Breath is sponsored by our Patreon. If any of our content has helped your comedy career, join our Patreon linked in the show notes and get positive comedy karma for life. Probably.